Hello, friends. This is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place for you to learn more about Him and to grow in your relationship with Him. If you find the podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. We believe it will be a source of blessing and encouragement, and you will be strengthened in your relationship with Jesus. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Equippers International Podcast. We're in the book of Romans, and we're in chapter 3, and we're going to be finishing up this beautiful paragraph that we've been looking at in the last few episodes there in verses 21 through 26. As we start this episode, I want to read the entire paragraph. It's been a while since I've read it all the way through, but I want to go ahead and read it again and put it all in context because we're going to finish up this paragraph today and look at the final verse and a half there in the half of 25 and through 26. But let me start with verse 21. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all those who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified as a gift by His grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus, whom God displayed publicly as a propitiation in His blood through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness because in the forbearance of God, he passed over the sins previously committed for the demonstration, I say, of his righteousness at the present time so that he would be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Wow, what a beautiful passage of scripture. We've talked about how important it was for Paul to begin to explain how the righteousness of God has been revealed. It's been manifested. I love that word in verse 21. It's a picture of the curtain being pulled so that you can see clearly what's behind it. And he says the righteousness of God has now been revealed, even though it was witnessed by the law and the prophets in the Old Testament. Now it's been revealed through faith in Jesus Christ, and we focused on how important it is to have faith in what Christ has done, and it's through that faith in Christ that we are right before God. Because there's no distinction. And Paul talks about how all have sinned and all have given up that vocation of living for the glory of God and have fallen short. But the only way they can be justified, the only way they can be brought back into that right relationship with God is through the gift by his grace. And we talked about how that happens primarily and most importantly, through the forgiveness of sins, which is the redemption, which is in Christ Jesus. And then in the last episode, we looked at God publicly displaying Jesus as the propitiation in his blood, that he was the place of the mercy seat. He was the place where God showed publicly through the crucifixion and the death and the suffering of Jesus, literally the shedding of his blood by way of making propitiation for the sins of the people and purifying them so that their sins would no longer be in the way of a relationship with God. Now, in this episode, we're going to look in detail at the last part of verse 25 and 26. He says there that the reason why God did this the way he did it was to demonstrate, was to show clearly 
his righteousness. And remember, we've talked about God's rightness or his covenant faithfulness in doing the things he does. He does rightly. He does without any false motive. He does out of the purity of his character and his faithfulness toward humanity. Because, now watch this. I love this part of this verse. Because in the forbearance of God, he passed over the sins previously committed. Now, I want to talk about this truth of God's forbearance as he passed over sins previously committed. Now, what in the world is he talking about? Well, here's what I believe he's talking about. If we look at this word forbearance, it literally translates tolerance. And the only other time in scripture that it's used is also by Paul in Romans 2, 4. Remember, he said, we looked at that earlier in our study. Do you think lightly of the riches and of the kindness and the tolerance? There's the word forbearance and patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance. So it's this idea that God is patient. He's actually tolerant. And Paul says that he had been tolerant toward all the sins that were previously committed. Now, let me share my opinion of what I believe this means. I believe that it means from the very first sin of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, all the way up to the point of Jesus dying on the cross for the forgiveness of sins, God had been tolerant. He had been patient. We see this playing out even practically in Paul's preaching ministry. If you look in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 14, verse 16, in the generations gone by, God permitted all the nations to go their own ways. And yet he did not leave himself without witness in that he did good And he gave you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness. What a beautiful picture. Paul says that in generations gone by, that's his way of saying over all the generations of man, God allowed. He was patient. He was tolerant with all the nations to go their own way. Yet he did good. He gave you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons to satisfy your hearts with food and gladness. What a beautiful picture of God's patience and his goodness and his kindness. And again, in Acts 17, verse 30, Paul's famous sermon on Mars Hill. And he says there, therefore, having overlooked the times of ignorance, there's God's patience. There's his forbearance. He's overlooking. He's choosing to turn away his gaze from the ignorance. And he says, God is now declaring to men that all people everywhere should repent. They should change the way they think. They should turn from their ways because God has fixed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed, having furnished proof to all men by raising him from the dead. This is Paul's way of saying that God was overlooking times of ignorance. Man did not have 
access to the revelation of God's grace in Christ Jesus simply because it had not happened. But now, he says, God is declaring to every person that because of what Jesus Christ has done, he's furnished proof through the death and resurrection of Jesus that God has made a way for man to come into right relationship with him. So it's this beautiful picture of God passing over sins previously committed. He was patient and he was patient for a long time. And now God has shown his forbearance by demonstrating his rightness in Christ Jesus because he passed over those sins previously committed. This is a beautiful theme. It's an attitude of God toward our sins. And it's something that we have to understand if we're going to see the beauty of the gospel. I mean, Paul says it in other places. In Romans chapter 5, he says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God shows his love toward us that while we were yet sinners. And then in 2 Corinthians 5, he says that, God was not counting our trespasses against us when he was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. So it's this beautiful, beautiful picture of God's attitude. So what I'm trying to stress here is Paul's understanding of the gospel needs to become our understanding of the gospel. God is patient. God is kind. He is tolerant. And he is tolerant up to the point where he finally demonstrates Jesus Christ as the provision for forgiveness and for God removing the obstacle that was standing in the way between us and him. So I love this picture that Paul's drawing of God's tolerance and forbearance. And then he says in verse 26, this is for the demonstration of his righteousness at the present time. So it's like Paul is drawing the entire past up to this point at the cross in which he calls the present time so that he would be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Now, this idea of just and justifier, I just want to talk about that a little bit. Literally, what Paul's saying here, it's not really clear with this translation and probably most translations because it's not an adjective and a noun, just and justifier. It's literally that he would be just a noun in his justifying. It is the verb. So what he's saying is that God in doing what he does to justify and to make man right, he is just in doing it that way. In other words, theology at a very simple level, God determines the rules of the game and he sets himself in a place of being right when he declares man right. In other words, in doing what he did through Christ Jesus, he has been righteous. He has done the right thing. There had to be a process by which someone would stand as the faithful kinsman redeemer of humanity. And Jesus 
comes as that faithful one. He is the one that takes the full weight of sin and ultimately dies so that God can be just in justifying the one who has faith in Jesus. Now, we're going to look at this in much more detail in the following episode as we look at the next verses where Paul starts talking about the law of faith, because here's what God has done. God has said, everything you have done up to this point in your history as humanity has failed. You have been rebellious, you've entered into idolatry, and you've entertained a lifestyle of sinfulness, and I have been patient with you over and over and over until I've made full provision for you. Not provision in something you can do, but the provision has come through something I have done, and I have done that by displaying and demonstrating my righteousness through Jesus Christ on the cross as the propitiation for sin. And if you will believe, if you will have faith in what I have done on your behalf through Christ Jesus, then you will be justified. You will be made right before me and you can enjoy all the benefits of a justified life. You can come into covenant relationship with me and I will be your father and you will be my children and all the benefits that are available to us as the children of God will be ours in Christ Jesus. If We have faith in Jesus. And this is how God is just when he justifies those who have faith because they play according to his rules. His rule is just believe. His game is you failed, I delivered, now you believe. That's kind of my spontaneous explanation of the gospel in very simple terms. We failed, God was faithful, and we believe. And in doing that, we receive all the benefit. What a beautiful, beautiful picture of the gospel in this paragraph. So I trust you're encouraged by these truths. Meditate on this truth today. God is patient. He showed forbearance. He was tolerant for all the generations so that now in Christ we can receive all the blessings. We can receive the redemption that comes through his forgiveness as we rest in faith in him. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.